0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Fireside Poems. I'm Dr. J. Today's poem is Longfellow's The Village Blacksmith. The Village Blacksmith is one of Longfellow's most familiar poems. I choose it for today, Inauguration Day, not for a political message, it has none, but for its depiction of what I called in my Welcome episode a healthy mind. Healthy minds are the foundation for a healthy society. Mens sana in societata sana, to adapt the Roman poet Juvenal's once familiar phrase. Longfellow's blacksmith was inspired by an actual blacksmith he passed on his walk to his office at Harvard each morning, and again on his walk home each evening, with whom Longfellow would sometimes stop to chat or just to watch. What the interest one craftsman has for another. Let's listen. The Village Blacksmith by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow Under a spreading chestnut tree the village smithy stands. The smith a mighty man is he, with large and sinewy hands, and the muscles of his brawny arms are strong as iron bands. His hair is crisp and black and long, his face is like the tan. His brow is wet with honest sweat. He earns whate'er he can, and looks the whole world in the face, for he owes not any man. Week in, week out, from morn till night, you can hear his bellows blow. You can hear him swing his heavy sledge with measured beat and slow like a sexton ringing the village bell when the evening sun is low. And children coming home from school look in at the open door. They love to see the flaming forge and hear the bellows roar, and catch the burning sparks that fly like chaff from a threshing floor. He goes on Sundays to the church and sits among his boys. He hears the parson pray and preach. HE HEARS HIS DAUGHTER'S VOICE SINGING IN THE VILLAGE CHOIR, AND IT MAKES HIS HEART REJOICE. IT SOUNDS TO HIM LIKE HER MOTHER'S VOICE SINGING IN PARADISE. HE NEEDS MUST THINK OF HER ONCE MORE, HOW IN THE grave SHE LIES, AND WITH HIS HARD, ROUGH HAND HE WIPES A TEAR OUT OF HIS EYES. TOILING, REJOICING, SORROWING, ONWARD THROUGH LIFE HE GOES. Each morning sees some task begin, each evening sees it close. Something attempted, something done, has earned a night's repose. Thanks, thanks to thee, my worthy friend, for the lesson thou hast taught. Thus at the flaming forge of life our fortunes must be wrought. Thus on each sounding anvil shaped each burning deed and thought. There are many things to enjoy in this poem, its sounds and rhymes and rhythm, its vivid images, its simple yet profound thought. What did you like? My students have liked its depiction of a better masculinity than our society often presents us with, one that includes the feminine as well as the masculine. The blacksmith is also a positive portrayal of a single parent, Others have liked the poem's Christianity, which isn't about sin or judging others, but about love and family and fellowship and solace for our griefs. A different note is the poem's portrayal of honest work, meaningful to the doer and useful to society. Work such as today's students hope to find after they graduate, though uncertain that they'll be able to. They also hope to achieve the blacksmith's independence and balance with his participation in society. My own favorite two lines are those which begin the last stanza. Thanks, thanks to thee, my worthy friend, for the lesson thou hast taught. It isn't the lesson that matters so much to me, though it's important, as the respect and recognition contained in the phrase, my worthy friend. Longfellow reaches across class lines in these words. Poets of times past and, to be honest, too often of times since, have paid little serious attention, if any at all, to such a man as the village blacksmith, much less found in such a one a role model. Let's listen again. The Village Blacksmith by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow Under a spreading chestnut tree, the village smithy stands. The smith, a mighty man is he, with large and sinewy hands, and the muscles of his brawny arms are strong as iron bands. His hair is crisp and black and long, his face is like the tan, his brow is wet with honest sweat, he earns whate'er he can and looks the whole world in the face, for he owes not any man. Week in, week out, from morn till night, you can hear his bellows blow. You can hear him swing his heavy sledge with measured beat and slow, like a sexton ringing the village bell when the evening sun is low. And children coming home from school look in at the open door, They love to see the flaming forge, and hear the bellows roar, and catch the burning sparks that fly like chaff from a threshing floor. He goes on Sundays to the church, and sits among his boys. He hears the parson pray and preach. He hears his daughter's voice singing in the village choir, and it makes his heart rejoice. It sounds to him like her mother's voice Singing in paradise. He needs must think of her once more How in the grave she lies And with his hard, rough hand He wipes a tear out of his eyes. Toiling, rejoicing, sorrowing Onward through life he goes Each morning sees some task begin Each evening sees it close. SOMETHING ATTEMPTED, SOMETHING DONE, has EARNED A NIGHT'S REPOSE. THANKS, THANKS TO THEE, MY WORTHY FRIEND, FOR THE LESSON THOU HAST TAUGHT. THUS AT THE FLAMING FORGE OF LIFE OUR FORTUNES MUST BE WROUGHT. THUS ON EACH SOUNDING ANVIL SHAPED EACH BURNING DEED AND THOUGHT. LONGFELLOW, LIKE THE BLACKSMITH, WAS HIMSELF A CRAFTSMAN his tools, pen, and paper, the material he worked not iron but words, with poems his final products. Like the iron products of the blacksmith, his poems are at once strong and useful, useful to us as individuals and useful to society. And like any object crafted with skill and purpose, they are beautiful as well with both weight and balance, like a well-crafted horseshoe. I hope you've enjoyed The Village Blacksmith and that you'll join me again next week for another episode of Fireside Poems. If you think others might enjoy Fireside Poems, please let them know about it through your social media and visit this podcast website, firesidepoems.com, where you'll find previous episodes and also my email address. I'd love to hear from you to learn a little bit about who you are and what you like as you join me each week by the fireside.